Welcome back to another episode of Presented by Lewis. My name is Lewis, and I'm excited to have you guys back for another episode. I have a really awesome guest this week. I'm going to let him introduce himself. Uh, Miles Somerville. Um, I guess I would describe myself as a videographer, journalist, YouTuber. Everything. You do do a lot, though. I do, I do a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. Um, but me and Miles met... Dang, how many years ago now? 2019? That's the year I want to say. Because um, I helped you. Dang, what did I help you with? Was it a YouTube video? Yeah, it was. It turned out great, too. It was a, um, it was like these earbuds I got sent. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, what do we shoot? Um, but yeah, so we did that inside the library. Um, and we kind of went to the basement of the building. Yeah. And we went out to the streets. So we did that. And I helped out with the, um, what iPhone was it? The 12 Pro. The iPhone 12 Pro. That video, yeah. I'm not going to lie to you. That day, that first day was so tough. It was. In the rain. It was. I got the gimbal and. Like an umbrella, like. I have like an umbrella kind of like <laughs> under my yeah, right. arm. And I have the C. C two hundred. The C two hundred. It's like a five pound cinema camera. Well, not five pounds, but like. Literally, I feel like my yeah. arm about to fall off. I'm like, I'm gonna just hold this show. Yeah. Cause I can't afford to drop it. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but yeah, man, Miles has done a lot of awesome stuff. He been um, in a lot of aspects of YouTube. He's done a lot of different reviews. He's part of um, the nine to five Mac team. He does his own YouTube stuff, and now he's kind of transitioning into the car stuff. Um, so kind of what's been your creative journey just in totality? I know I gave the short version, but where did it all start for you? Um, so the way it started was I was gifted, like, instead of, I wanted a, the PS Vita. You remember that? Yes, I do. I wanted a PS Vita for, for Christmas, even though I wasn't really into games like that. <laughs> I just wanted it because it was like the new shiny thing. Yeah. Uh, but then instead, my dad got me this like little Samsung Android device. It wasn't a phone, but it wasn't a tablet either, but it was like the size of a phone. And then from there, I was just learning how to like, like hack it and do like modifications to it and stuff like that, like software stuff to it. Um, and through then I found like this forum community that was all about that sort of stuff. And I would just make little, I would literally film videos like on a tablet, like super shitty like 480p videos <laughs> um on a tablet and like just talk about stuff in a dimly lit room for like 10 and 10 minutes and like i would get a few thousand hits on them at a time and i just kept get doing that and doing that and then eventually i started like wanting to take you know the production aspect of my videos seriously so mm -hmm. that's when i started using the camcorder we had in the house and tried doing like better lighting and like really started like upping my game in that area and I think just going down that rabbit hole is what led me to like really fall in love with like cinematography and the whole production aspect you know filmmaking so to speak and kind of applying those techniques to just basically like consumer electronics reviews so I started branching off from software to straight up like actually reviewing products and then by a certain point I had companies like sending me stuff yeah. and then I started, and this is like, just for a timeline, I was really like 11 or 12 when I started, and then 
I was around 14 when I started taking it seriously. And then once I started getting sent stuff, I was like 15, 16. And then that's when I joined XDA Developers, which is like a YouTube channel focused around like all the Android software stuff I was already into. I was with them for a few years and then I went to Android Police, which was kind of more of just like reviewing Android like phones themselves. I was with them for a year and then that's when I joined 9 to 5 Mac, which is like all about like Apple stuff. We review, you know, the new Macs, the new iPhones, talk about what Apple stuff is coming in the future, like leaks of products and all that fun stuff. So I've been doing that for nearly three years now and in between kind of doing my own stuff on YouTube, like the video you helped me with and, mm -hmm. you know, I've done music <laughs> videos and like other things here and there, kind of just like whatever I feel like doing. So yeah, that's, that's pretty much where we're at now. And I'm kind of at the point where I'm starting to transition to more to like automotive content. So um, nine to five is kind of a network of websites. So we have nine to five Mac and then we have nine to five Google. And then we have an electric car page called Electrek, which I am, I guess I'm technically in now because um, they sent uh, me and another guy to San Antonio like a oh, few nice. months ago to play with the new Ford F-150, the electric version. Ooh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So made a fun video out of that. And yeah, that's pretty much where we're at now. Dang. <laughs> like, to put it in perspective, that's a lot. In a, in a yeah, I was small like, time. Yeah, I was talking for a little bit there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, nah, cause I think you know, you know, I've known you for so long. Um, you've been to a lot of stuff. I, a lot of the before we met, you know, I remember we talked about you used to go when they had the in person, the Samsung and the OnePlus events and the Apple events um, and stuff like that. But you were doing that at such a young age. Per se. Yeah, I mean, I was always the the youngest person in every one of those scenarios, and you know, I would always not be able to do everything because <laughs> they would always have like twenty one plus like events like after the main event, and I would just have to like, you know, either just hang around whatever area I was in or just go to my hotel and edit content. So, but now I'm actually like able to participate in those things. Now so. I'm <laughs> yeah, so I mean, it, it felt very good when I was actually, because I haven't been to an event in a while, so when I went to the Ford thing and I was actually able to like hang out on the rooftop bar mm -hmm. and like, you know, interact with everyone, I was like, okay, finally. So out of all the things that you've been to, what's been like your favorite event, your favorite memory kind of so far? Oh man. Um, I would say probably when I went to, for various reasons, and I'm going to try not to incriminate anyone here, but <laughs> I was in San Francisco when I was like 16. This was like mid, like August 2016 for uh, this Chinese like Android smartphone company called Huawei. They have a sub-brand called Honor, and they were doing a phone launch event, so this was when I was with XDA. and. I guess I was like an a sophomore or yeah, or about to be a sophomore in high school, I think. Mm -hmm. um, and so it was in San Francisco. The I remember the it was just a, a wild trip in general. The when I first got there, I didn't realize that you have to be 18 to check in the hotel room. So yeah. I was by myself. And so I was like, OK, <laughs> um, I'm here now and uh, I got nowhere to go i was like oh i tried to talk it to the front desk dude to, to like let him let me check in because like bro i got 
no options here. Right. Like, <laughs> I, I literally got no options here. Um, but thankfully, there was a, a friend of mine who uh, used to create YouTube content, or used to create like uh, tech content similar to mine. He was, uh, he's like in his 30s, um, who lived like a half hour, like in Daly City, he lived like a half hour away. So he came up to like downtown San Francisco and I worked with my team to get the name switched over to his, so oh, we could get me checked in. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I, that was uh, definitely fate that he was around uh, on that day. Um, and so I was hanging out with him for like a day and a half, and one of my other friends who lived in Los Angeles was also and got invited to come, but he was also a minor. Um, but he was only there for like a few hours because when we tried, uh, when he tried checking into his hotel, which was. Uh, basically overseen by the company, they realized that he wasn't a minor and that he, that he didn't have an adult with him. And so they basically said, yeah, we got to send you back. <laughs> like <laughs> the same day they, they got him a flight and like literally shipped him back. And it yeah. was like, they, he, was, he was heartbroken. Just viewing all of this as like a, a 16 year old, like it was, it was very interesting. So different. It was very different. It was very different. It was definitely a trip to remember. <laughs> Shout out to the memories. I think that yeah. I think the thing about um, when you're put in situations that are unexpected, you see things that are just different. Cause I think you know, even when I started doing photography, I remember the first time that I did an event was like a celebrity, quote unquote celebrity, because um, I went in expecting him to act a certain way. Right. Uh, but he's completely different. This time for the better. Uh, he's a real cool, cool, humble dude. Um, but I definitely expected more arrogance and more bossing around and more uh, thing being a specific, I'll just say a specific way. I'll just leave it at that without saying people's name or the company or da 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 da. But nonetheless, um, no, that's awesome. I think, you know, anytime you get the opportunity to be flown out or do anything for another company that you're excited to work with is always a, a great opportunity. But for yourself and when you just started, what was it for you? Or I guess even now, um, as you're transitioning into the auto space, what is it for you now that gives you the motivation or the uh, encouragement to know and be confident in your decision to push forward? Well... I'll say the bulk of my confidence, quite honestly, is the fact that I know I'm at the point where I can make good videos. Mm -hmm. um, and like, I feel like there are certain days where I kind of feel like I've got this chip on my shoulder that I kind of have to, you know, prove to this new, because uh, like everyone I've got, I'm fortunate to the point where I've gotten to the point where everyone in like the tech community at pretty much the highest level, like, people like Marquez or that are aware of like, yeah. right, are, are aware of like my skill and can at least like, you know, have given me that, I've gotten validated by that community. And so now I'm kind of like, I've got this chip on my shoulder to kind of like prove myself to this new group of individuals who have been doing this for like years. And most of them, of course, are like, you know, 30 plus years old. So, and there's not really a lot of, you know, there's plenty of young, like just rich kids doing videos about cars on YouTube where they're basically just showing off their own shit, but like, mm -hmm. you know, flex content, but there aren't a lot of people my age, like doing like hardcore reviews that like people could actually watch to learn about like a car that they're yeah. interested in. 
And so trying to break into that space and just the challenge of that, I think is, is really motivating for me, quite honestly. So do you think they're gonna be more, um, I guess, what's the best way to say it? Do you think it'd be easier for you kind of like breaking into this space because you know you already have the confidence to make good content, but just make deciding on what to make the content on will be the hard part, or the hard part gonna be that integration into this new community, which one do you think is going to be kind of like the more, the bigger challenge per se? I think definitely starting off the bigger challenge is going to be making, finding content within the automotive space that's interesting that um, you can do to grow your channel without having access to be like, hey, let me just email Porsche, let me ask right. for uh, a 911 for the week. I can't do that currently. Um, I'm fortunate enough that I have, there are certain people I know who in certain places I can go that, you know, there will always be like nice cars around, mm -hmm. um, which can be valuable at times, but from like a, a press perspective, I'm totally not there yet. And so I have to kind of be creative with the content I make um, and make sure I'm making content that not only I'm passionate about, but content that can grow my channel without me having to, without me needing to have like uh, access to cars. So um, it's going to require some diversity in my end. Um, but like, for example, a video I'm, I'm doing right now is where I'm working on kind of like a, a short little documentary on the history of hard top convertibles. So, you know, convertible cars, the ones with like the, the soft roof. And then yeah. there are certain cars like mine that have hard tops and they're not like as popular. They're not really as popular today, but I'm seeing with like a lot of electric cars that are supposed to be coming out that I think they're gonna make a comeback. So it's just something interesting to me. So I figured, you know, why not make a video about that? And I'm pretty excited for how it's gonna turn out just cause, well, you, you'll see when it, when, it, when it comes out, but I'm, I'm pretty excited for it. But that's just an, an example of the kind of content I'm gonna have to make that, to kind of set myself apart and show that I'm not just, you know, some kid who likes showing off cars on video, but doesn't really right. like know anything about them. Um, I think just showing that I'm knowledgeable and like skilled in production is what's gonna ultimately help me like be accepted by the automotive like journalism community or automotive YouTuber yeah. community. No, that's real valid. I think you know, for whatever, any community that we try to join, it's always the entryway into that space it's like all right like i want you to notice that what i'm making is great because i know it's great but you need to see that i can come in this space and also make great stuff too um but i'm sure you will because i you know the love of your content had just increased over time been better and better and better video and photo wise although like we haven't really talked about your photo aspects of it today but um just as a creative your storytelling, your process, especially the thing that I've been a part of, I can just see the improvement in it. Even the video you made here, right. thing with that last year. Now that was in the winter time. Yeah, that was in the winter. I can yeah. say no, no way of that long. Yeah. But yeah, just in the way that you did that, um, I know you'll be fine. I'm, I'm confident in it. I believe in it. Yeah, I think it's, it's gonna be a journey for sure as far as like, making it within this sector at least to the same degree that i have within like consumer tech but mm -hmm. yeah i'm i'm confident in myself and i think that's that's the key i think i've got i've already 
one half of the battle, which is just being able to make good videos. And I think just, you know, becoming more knowledgeable in, um, about the automotive space and applying my skills to that and my passion to that is, I think, what's going to help me, like, succeed in that regard. Absolutely. I think passion over anything else, it'll get you somewhere. Passion and confidence. Yeah, I think that's the the number one thing that I think people are missing because when it comes to, like, I guess YouTube specifically, because I've met so many people over the years that tell me, hey, I want to start a YouTube channel or something like that. And me, I'm one of those people. Yes, but you've actually acted on it in a, in a I think, a very can a very productive and meaningful way. Um, I think a lot of people just see the success of YouTube and thinking about the fact that it's, oh, it's just making videos and right. I can just use my phone. And I mean, which you can nowadays, because, mm -hmm. you know, I, I like, you know, fancy cameras and stuff like that, but the fact is that majority of people, like viewers on YouTube, don't care about that stuff at all. Like, no. Um, because, like, thinking about the fact that, just for example, the fact that most music videos aren't even uploaded in, in 4K, like, still to this day. And, like, that's something that no one cares about, even though 4K has kind of been, like, a standard for, like, a little bit now. Right? Mm -hmm. It's all about the, the content. And having that content that people will be drawn to comes from passion, which I think a lot of people lack. It's just a lot of... There's not... It's not everyone, but I think a lot of people who just want to get into YouTube want to do it just to do it just because and it's it's kind of multifaceted because there are, there are people who aren't really talented but have had found huge success on YouTube and you know the kind of people I'm talking about yeah and I think those are the kind of people that you know inspire others to be like hey I just want to be a YouTuber because hey he's not really doing anything he's just waving a camera around and you know being spastic and, you know, sometimes, you know, disrespectful, you know, a lot of that sort of content can get mm -hmm. you to pop off like that. Um, and so that's what I think is really missing with a lot of people starting to do YouTube. That's just a, a thought. So then what would you say is the, if somewhere, if someone were to come to you and say, I want to start a YouTube channel, what would be like the first three things you tell them to do? Well, the first thing I would ask is, what do you like to do? Um, and I feel like three out of four times when I ask that question, there's usually like a lot of ums and ahs, and then they'll just be like, well, I want to do, and this is not everyone, but mm -hmm. a lot of people are usually, it's, I hear a lot of, I want to do, you know, pranks and, and skits, and depending on, if it's a, a dude or a woman, they may say they want to do like makeup stuff, which is, you know, which is fine. Or a lifestyle content. Or a lifestyle content. Yeah, I mean, people just want to, people kind of just want to be their own versions of Kim Kardashian, which is like just being famous for being famous and not really doing anything because that's, I mean, on the, on the surface, obviously, that's far more appealing than working in an office or, like, mm -hmm. slaving away at, like, a fast food joint or something like that. But um, people really have no idea how much 
being a self-sustaining like content creator like how much work that is and how much like um how much mental strength and willpower you have to have to to be successful <laughs> in it because it's really people i think a lot of people take advantage or don't realize how easy it is to be kind of led by others and like is like from a career standpoint and to kind of be to truly be the boss you know some people a lot of people say they are that but the reality is they're not a lot of people um and that's okay i think everyone has their thing but not everyone is really built for it i don't think i agree with that a thousand percent because i think even for myself, I was explaining it to someone recently. Um, as a self-sustaining photographer, you go, person X goes to work. They work from nine to five, Monday through Friday. And then that same person then asked me, oh, Louie, I want to do a shoot. And I'm like, okay, cool, this is my rate. They're like, oh, why is it this much? Because in that same week, I want to make as much as you did in my three or four shoots that I do in that same week or in that month in X amount of shoots that I plan on doing. Right. And in between those things, I need to do the overhead. I need to still work. I still need to do all these other things that I don't want to do, but I have to do because if no one else does it, so then that's get it. Done. Yeah. Then that's it. Nothing is coming in, but you getting kicked out. Yeah. Right? So I think that's the realest thing ever. And I think the, thing, the other thing to add with the starting a YouTube channel or being serious about Instagram or about TikTok or anything like that is the period of you have to suck for a bit. At least that's what I say. You're gonna yeah, go absolutely. through and you're gonna be bad and that's okay because that's where you're gonna learn the most, at least in such a quick amount of time. I was explaining to someone about photography too. I told her that if she wanted to get good in a year, she needed to book a shoot every single week and needed to take 300 pictures a week. If she did that, she would take over 10,000 photos in the year, and then she would just crack being solid. And by halfway through that first year after, she would be doing something that's like, all right, I'm, I'm solid, I'm good now. Right. I can go make real money. Right. I think a lot of people don't realize that gaining that skill just comes from just like any other skill like becoming good at math or anything else it just comes from repetition and just shooting shooting like if that's what it is just like shooting 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 or editing as much as you can um because i never had a teacher like starting out i came into to my college experience with a lot more like hands-on experience than a lot of people and that just became that was just because I was fortunate to have access to to cameras and stuff like that nothing like crazy but to have access to um, cameras good enough for me to to kind of learn the ropes of like professional videography yeah um, and it just came from shooting learning having people tell you stuff that at first you know you kind of you may take personally depending on your ego but mm -hmm. you know you learn from those things and get better and that's really where a lot of skill comes from and I think having like that perfectionist complex which I think a lot of people have where they don't want to they don't want to fail or put out a product that they don't believe is perfect in in their eyes and a lot of time that's gonna that's gonna stop you from just doing anything that could hold you back more than anything else so I think just doing something and, and 
getting it out there is the most important thing and doing that over and over and over and over. I really appreciate all the insight that you've really given us this episode and just sharing your knowledge and your experience um, being in the realm of being a content creator and more importantly being your own boss. Because there's a difference between being a content creator and being the boss because there's people who make content for other people right. and there's some people who are just the boss of other people as well but you do both and you do them both really well. I appreciate that. Uh, oh, no problem, man. Um, but before we have you go, um, kind of what's your goal kind of for the next couple of years? I won't say for the rest of your life because you're still really yeah, I can't. I couldn't give you an answer. But like for, for the next uh, two or three years, kind of what would you like to achieve or what would you like to see yourself be doing? Uh, like I said, I'm really into the automotive stuff. Um, and really, if in a few years I can make, I'm already fine with, you know, I'm not necessarily chasing specific financial goals, although there are certain things I want which require specific financial goals. But outside of that, I just really want to continue to live doing, creating the content I like and that's becoming more specifically automotive stuff. So in a few years, if my life can usually just be like making car videos, traveling to places for press events, like on a frequent basis, that would be That'd be pretty cool and just having fun making videos and tiring myself out doing it. That's the way to live life. Just yeah. living by our passions, you know? Yeah. Well, sorry, I guess I lied. One last question. Okay. You could have any car. I give you the keys to it right now. What would it be? Ooh. Man. Okay. See, the thing is, right? There are certain cars that are like legendary, right? Yeah. But. Some of those cars, I would need a lot of time in it just to kind of get good with it. Because, <laughs> like, older cars, especially, like, ones with, like, stick, you know? Yeah. You know, they don't have all these electronic assists to kind of make you feel like you're a better driver than you actually are. It's purely all skill. And But, okay, if you were to give me keys to one right now that I know I could just take down the Cermak yeah. and start flying. Yep. Um... A 911 GT3, that's a Porsche. Porsche, you heard it here first. Yeah, we're gonna, Porsche, we're gonna talk soon. We're gonna talk soon. We're gonna talk soon. If I can have any car, I'm biased, nor do I know if I can drive it. Well, cause you, you probably answered the question, is the DeLorean a stick shift? I actually don't know. But I can show you after. There's actually a new DeLorean coming I saw, out. Okay, so you're gonna go there. Right. So that new DeLorean, Chef's Kiss. It looks pretty hot. I'm, I'm not. I'm also, I also love Back to the Future. Definitely my top ten movies of all time. Back to the Future too. So super biased. But if I could have any car, the DeLorean would be it. But um, overall, thanks for your time, Miles. Yeah, bro. Porsche DeLorean. We're going to talk soon. Yes, we will. And y'all can sponsor the podcast. Or let me shoot it. Or let him drive it. Or both. All the above, actually. All of it. Um, but really appreciate you stopping by. Um, yes, if you sir. guys enjoyed the episode, enjoyed Miles, where can we find you at? Um, social media. Um, you, uh, Twitter, Instagram. It's some of Miles. And you can find me on YouTube in a few different places. Uh, 9to5Mac. 
um, electrek, so that's elec and then T-R-E-K, and then Cars with Miles, which is my personal automotive channel. Perfect. And he had that same thing on Instagram, too. Yes, Cars with Miles on Instagram as well. Um, but yeah, so uh, links will be below for on YouTube. Um, but if you enjoyed the episode, leave a like or a rating um, and comment below any of the thoughts or what your dream car would be. If I could give you any car, what would you go and get right now? Uh, but appreciate you guys listening um, and looking forward to talking with you guys next time. Peace.